This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, January 9th, 2021. This week in security news. On 14 occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding a variety of safety and security matters. Nine of these alerts dealt with developments related to the Stop the Steal rally in Washington, D.C. and the siege on the U.S. Capitol. This string of alerts began with a cautionary message issued two days earlier warning of widespread calls for counter-protests and violence by multiple far-left organizations. Federal investigators are sifting through evidence and pursuing a variety of theories in order to unravel how the Wednesday protest rally morphed into an assault on the U.S. Capitol. Five people died as a result of the incident and dozens were injured. During a January 7th joint press conference with the mayor of D.C. and the chief of the Metropolitan Police Department, Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy said a total of 6,200 National Guard troops from D.C., Virginia, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, and New York would be in the National Capital Region by this weekend. The troops are already erecting a 7-foot-tall security fence around the U.S. Capitol to prevent further attacks and to help secure the January 20th inauguration. McCarthy said the Guard personnel are on a minimum 30-day deployment to the Capitol grounds and other locations throughout the district. The troops will work on 12-hour shifts, with about 850 per shift helping to protect the Capitol building. This disheartening election process and outcome does not bode well for the security of the U.S. homeland, as well as for our citizens and interests abroad. A large portion of the U.S. population now knows that there was widespread fraud and irregularities in at least the six key battleground states, leading to a sharp loss of trust in a key foundational pillar of this constitutional republic. This outcome dramatically amplifies partisan and ideological divisions. This will likely lead to significant violence and social unrest in the coming months. Count on it. One side is acting arrogant and emboldened, and the other side is extremely angry. And this is over and above the broader national security implications. Changes promised by the incoming administration include a repeal of what the left refers to as the Muslim ban, which prevented the entry of foreign nationals from seven predominantly Muslim nations who cannot be adequately vetted during the visa application process. Those nations are Iran, Libya, North Korea, Somalia, Syria, Venezuela, and Yemen. The incoming administration has also promised to dramatically increase the number of Syrian refugees resettled in the United States. As has been repeatedly seen across Europe, members of the Islamic State and Al-Qaeda have used these programs to enter Western nations in order to carry out attacks. Both organizations actually encouraged the practice in their online propaganda. The new administration has also promised a dramatic reversal of strong immigration and refugee policies for citizens of Mexico, Central, and South America. In anticipation of the new administration's forthcoming policy changes in this area, multiple agencies involved in border security are reporting increased apprehensions. And perhaps most dangerous, the new administration is also promising changes in strong foreign policy positions with Iran, China, Russia, and North Korea. So as to highlight where this might lead, during a key ruling party meeting on Friday, North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un threatened to expand his nuclear arsenal with more sophisticated weapons in order to pressure the incoming administration to reduce sanctions. According to a report by the Associated Press, Kim ordered officials to develop missiles with multiple warheads, sub-launch nuclear missiles, spy satellites, and nuclear-powered submarines. Also this week, Iran notified the IAEA it has begun enriching uranium to 20% and warned it could, quote, easily start enriching nuclear fuel up to the 90% mark, which is just around the weapons-grade level. In a statement released Wednesday, foreign ministers of three nations expressed their deep concern about the move, saying, quote, 
This action, which has no credible civil justification, carries very significant proliferation-related risks. Next up, in public health news, as of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, there were 368,685 deaths in the U.S. attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. More than 131,800 are currently hospitalized, and a mixture of lockdowns and social restrictions are in place across the nation. And it is not just the U.S. Hospitalizations and deaths as a result of the coronavirus are once again sweeping Europe, including in France, Italy, Germany, and the U.K. Numerous EU countries have also re-entered lockdown mode, leading to growing levels of civil unrest and public demonstrations. In travel security news, in late December, the Department of Homeland Security announced that U.S. border crossings with Canada and Mexico will remain closed to all but essential traffic until at least January 21st and will likely be extended further. Additionally, dozens of countries in Europe and Asia remain off-limits for American travelers as the world continues to struggle with the pandemic. The U.S. State Department is cautioning American citizens that if you are thinking about international travel, consider how you would handle the cost and logistics of an unexpected quarantine or medical care while abroad. Their message is clear. Don't travel if you aren't prepared for potential disruptions. Listeners are also once again reminded that a U.S. government-issued worldwide caution remains in place, warning of the continuing threat of terrorism, political violence, and criminal activity globally. Just this week, the Islamic State's Al Naba weekly online newsletter carried a warning that ISIS is at war with the U.S. regardless of who is president. With all this in mind, if you are still planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, Alert USA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website as well as that of the CDC for safety, security, and health considerations. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, Alert USA also recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as threats, assessments, and travel restrictions can and do vary. You can find more on these and other stories in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, simply visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. Alert USA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environments and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, January 9th, 2021.